was so infatuated that you left me in the dark and my heart completely vacant. Now I don't know. Um, where are you, by the way? You, you in uh, you in Arizona? I live in Orange County, California. Oh, you do? Why did I think you lived in Arizona? Uh, I'm from Phoenix. Okay. It could be why. Cool. All right. So we're why. about in uh, we're in Orange County because I'm not far from you. I'm just up north. And uh, oh, I live in Huntington Beach. Oh, Huntington is so awesome. I'm in Toluca Lake, which is up by oh, Burbank. Sweet. Of course, yeah. I yeah. There. Um, so is this where you're living now, or is this your permanent place, or? This is where I'm living for now, but I, you know, at some some point I'll I'll move. But I think that, uh, you know, I lived I lived by myself for a little bit, and then I um, ended up just moving back home and getting comfortable, and, and so I'm here for the foreseeable future. But I was yeah. thinking about maybe getting a place before COVID, but then when COVID hit, it was nice to ride yeah. the ride out the the quarantine with my parents. So what's it like being back there again? Are they giving you chores? Are they making you go to bed at a certain time, keep it down? Well, I like to walk the dog. You know, I have to take her out every once in a while and feed her and make sure that she, like, has all the things that she needs. But yeah. other than that, I mean, pretty uh, we're pretty all pretty low maintenance. You know, there's not that many things that need to be done. So you're just not doing anything. <laughs> I mean, I was writing songs for a while, but yeah, man, a lot playing a lot of video games, like sort of just trying to pass the time because I miss being on the road. And yeah. And then, you know, it's like you put out music and then you kind of get to you're hoping that all of your questions about like, you know, how the song will perform will be answered like in the first week or month or whatever. And you realize like sort of can take more than a lifetime to figure out what the true reception of the music is and the actual impact. So I feel like it, that can sometimes be um, anticlimactic. Well, and then once you figure it out, everything changes anyway. The, the mm, way, yeah, the way true, music yeah. is uh, listened to and, and received changes. Um, it, which, yeah. Uh, first of all, I, when I was scoping through on your Instagram earlier, uh, mm. I was, I was, I, I'm, I'm real analytical, so I'm like zooming in on little things, like, oh, what's he got on the counter there? Why does he have a bottle of Advil by his bed? Because I, which is funny, I saw that because uh, I do that too because I get headaches all the time. Is that same? Is it? Yeah, I get headaches pretty frequently, so I take a lot of Advil. <laughs> not that yeah. this is like, I'm not sponsored by them or anything. No. <laughs> why do you? Can I ask why you get them? Because I can't figure out why I get them. Uh, being dehydrated sometimes. I don't drink enough water. I don't pay enough attention to um, the cues that my body gives me um, when it needs it needs to be um, paid attention to. Yeah. So like, I need to drink more water and stuff, but. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just get them. I got them ever since I was a kid. I think some of it is uh, genetic. Interesting. Yeah, because mm -hmm. I, I, I get headaches all the time, and I find that I'm holding my breath a lot while I sleep, and I think that's what's giving me a headache first thing in the morning. That could be it. I'm, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> oh, you're not a doctor. I thought no. you said doctor. Okay, my fault. No. I'd love, um, to, I'd love to diagnose you, but uh, I'm afraid that my <laughs> diagnosis... Oh, I've diagnosed the hell out of myself. Much. <laughs> I've, done it, I've done all that alone while I'm here alone. Um, uh, fair. Yeah. Um, and I also saw on the floor the uh, the USC laminate necklace and stuff. So yeah, you went to, went USC. to USC for a, for a brief moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wasn't your wasn't your thing though? College not your not your deal. No. But I have an issue with uh, 
education the education system as a mm. whole so i don't think it was just sort of cause my 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 anger is not just about usc <laughs> I, it was okay it was good it was yeah. expensive oh yeah i'm yeah. sure and i wasn't sure <laughs> yeah. if it, i wasn't sure if it was more of a you know what you want to do you know what you want to do music so it's hard to stay focused yeah but on my parents wanted things. me to go to college so you know of i course. had to uh i had to i had to do that in order to get their you know they supported me but they had certain stipulations and one of those was that i got entry into a college in mm. california because my parents hadn't made the move to los angeles yet i wanted to move to la and and they gave me sort of two choices like if i want to go to la it's like ucla or usc and so I was like, all right and then i did that and then i dropped out <laughs> it's, it's... i gave it the old the old uh the old college try the college try yeah literally <laughs> it's a different generation though isn't it because i mean i went to community college and that's all i did I, it's it's hard to find when you when you know what you want to do especially right. so young you, you don't want to focus on history and biology and all this kind of like ugh, i'm just gonna waste yeah that money. i think that like i think that um was given like a certain level of it is different, you know. I think that like the same sort of like in like period of enlightenment that people went through when they went to to college and they had access to a library and professors who were experts in certain fields and they began to absorb all this new information. I think that information is available for free at a much younger age to this generation um because of the internet so i think that um uh you know you have a lot more flexibility as far as like how you want to tailor your education to your style of learning and doesn't necessarily have to be the traditional route sitting in a classroom and stuff i mean this is something that you could do if you really wanted to yeah it works for some people you but i mean you could do on a tour bus between cities and get a get a degree in something sometimes <laughs> I mean, I like to learn. Yeah. yeah. I like to. Yeah. Dip, yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's something that I did while I was in class. <laughs> I was learning other, <laughs> other things, <laughs> not paying attention. Right. Isn't that funny? If you were to be um, on a tour bus and you, and they said, okay, just get a degree online from USC or whatever, what would you choose? Like, what would be your... Well, I, I there was a period when I was at school where I took some online courses um, in... in um, and I suppose what was like the most interesting thing is I actually learned a lot more than in that class than I did in most of my other classes. But mm. I think, uh, what would I study? I don't really know. That's a good question. I'm not sure. I'm not yeah. sure. I don't a... know. I think that that's also sometimes the problem too, is it's like, it's like learning for the sake of learning and not necessarily like having a goal, yeah. um, is, is nice. Sometimes it presents itself, you know, while you're just sort of collecting sure. information. Rather than just doing a vague business or blah blah blah, you got to be yeah. more specific with it and find something you're passionate. But about. I'm not. I'm not to not to like. I'm not trying to insult anybody who no. who likes that path because that's fine too. You yeah. know, if it works for you, it works for you. Yeah, no, I agree. That's awesome. Um, I was reading the thing about so you were you know performing in parking lots before concerts yep. and stuff like that for people going into the show. And I wonder, did you did you hate that was it like oh this sucks that i have to do this or was it like i really love the purity of this and the innocence of it 
it wasn't my preference. No, <laughs> I didn't like doing it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I preferred that to the alternative, which was like giving up. Um, but I mean, it wasn't like it, you know, I was playing on lines with the, um, with the intention of ultimately having my own show inside of a venue. So I wasn't like, man, I hope I can do this forever, you know? But could you see, but could you envision that when, when you're performing I, in a parking lot, can you envision yourself within the walls or, or maybe oh, I should say, I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, I, not only did I envision it, I was like envious of the people who are on stage. Mm. I was like wishing, wishing it was me. How close did you get to giving up on that though? And, and, and if you did, well, not close, never. No. Oh, it's mm. great. Yeah. I never thought about like the, I never thought about the prospect of like not doing this because the prospect of having to go back to school was so frightening for me. Like I was like, I can't, I cannot, you know, there has yeah. to be another way. <laughs> wow. What an amazing mindset though, to not even, to just keep taking I guess, it through. I didn't choose it. I didn't choose it. I inherited it. It was just like, this is just how I feel, you know? I mean, I guess like it just is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Your parents are like that? Um, Where'd you get that? Where'd you get all some that respects, from? Yeah, I think so. My dad had this like, you know, never give up sort of mentality. Um, I guess they're like that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. My grandfather served in the war and he was a B-17 tail gunner. And I feel like, wow. you know, that sort of like level of um, grit and perseverance that got him through the war. So maybe, I don't know, maybe I, I'm not sure. I, I think that I just was sort of like, I just, I just felt like it was the last method that I tried um, because it was the one that I least wanted to do. But like, I learned a lot from it and the process wasn't really always enjoyable, but it was good for me. Yeah. Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I prefer that to being on social media. I'll tell you that. Sure. Oh God. Yeah. That's, that's another danger there, but it's, it's so cool to think about when you can look back and go, man, I used to perform in spot number 78 at the forum or something yeah. like that. And just go like, and now that's where I did. I did perform at the forum. I, I performed outside of a five seconds of summer concert at the forum. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. And then when everybody goes inside, uh, you, you pack down, you pack up your equipment and get in the car and take off. Well, I know I sit in my car and try to like do work on Twitter or whatever until people get out. And then I play for people as they leave. Oh my God. That's a man. That's dedication. That is awesome. It's desperation. No, but, <laughs> but in a good way though, that you're so desperate to do what you love to do. That is incredible, man. That's, that could yeah, be the best part of the whole story. Really? I, maybe I think sometimes too it's just like you know there's a difference between like working hard and working smart I think I worked hard and I didn't work smart a lot of the time there's you know there's hmm. sometimes there's better ways to do it I put myself in a bit of a bind and I didn't own the rights to my music after I was dropped from my first label so it was really the only thing that I could do and I feel like also the part of what I do that I think is the most appealing is the connection that I'm able to foster with people um, in a live setting. So mm -hmm. I think that um, for me, it's the place where I stand out the most. Um, unfortunately, like sort of like premeditated bite-sized content that is on the internet is, is really cool, but it's not my forte. Um, and I struggle to stand out on the internet. Um, sure. Which, 
can be like, you know, it's frustrating, especially when you are uh, in the middle of a pandemic and it is illegal for you to do your job. Right. But that way of thinking is it's it's kind of backwards than most people. Right. Because most people would feel find the safety with within the confines of their phone as opposed to being on stage and reactionary to everything happening when I guess it's supposed or I guess it depends on whatever your comfort level is with the particular medium that you're using. But um, I guess it would be backwards for me because it's not what I feel comfortable doing, but maybe for people who are more um, comfortable with social media and stuff, they, they do well, they excel. Yeah. I'm the same as you. I'm not good on that either. And I'm much better when I'm in person reacting to whatever's happening in the right. moment not scripted but kind of got notes and idea of the direction but you just right. kind of oh that's 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 I, I would take that over the other way for sure well um, me too um, then it's good that we're talking <laughs> yeah it's good i mean i totally get it um you know I'll, something cool i was noticing as well on your on your followers is you've got you're, you're being followed by a lot of the artists that i've previously talked to and i'm wondering what Sweet. kind of relationships with you have Sorry about the phone, man. I told it's my okay. parents to turn it off. But... It's probably just spam people calling to sell you a warranty on something. It's probably my sister. She <laughs> calls my mom all the time. Um, <laughs> it's your it's your manager saying, "Don't talk about that." No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. but but it's cool because it, some of these people that I've actually talked to recently, and I'm wondering what kind of dialogue do you have? And I'm talking about people like Sam Fisher, uh, Zach Abel, Anson Sayabra. Are, are these guys that you actually know and do you talk to as you're kind no, of going through? But Anson, no. I know. Sam and Zach, I don't have a super close personal relationship with. Maybe yeah. in the future I will. But Anson is um, somewhat closer to me where I would say we're acquaintances. And he's yeah. a very friendly guy. He's yeah. a good dude. And I know he just moved over here as well. He looks. Uh, oh, yeah. He, I didn't know that. Now yeah, I, I think know. So you know him better than I do. Yeah, I think he moved to Santa Monica. And that's what's cool about all this is everybody lives kind of in this. Like Sam Fisher lives uh, North Hollywood, Studio City. Anson lives in like Santa Monica. I mean, Zach Abel mm. lives in, in England. But um, and and, w- and with that question, I wonder, um, you know, the fact that you're a solo artist, you're not in a band, kind of going along with these other guys, where you can say, hey, how do you feel today going through this? How do you feel? Who do you talk to as you're going through experiences? And who tells you when something is not good? Like who who is that person? Probably my mom. Yeah, probably. Yeah, my mom. And then she'll say, hey, this like my, this isn't my good. fans are pretty good at demonstrating for me, like what they enjoy by their listening habits. You know, yeah. if they listen to a song, then it's like, oh, they like it. If they don't, then they maybe don't like it as much. Um, so are there people that. are there people in the industry, though, that, that, that you can talk to about where you are in your career and how you're feeling and and kind of get advice i talked to john mayer a lot no kidding mm-hmm. that's cool what kind of things do you, do you pull from that that you're able to hang on to i'm gonna close my door because my mom is talking really loud oh uh, i can't um, hear her i can't hear her just so you know that? okay well i yeah. i can oh. <laughs> <laughs> i try i try to i try to ask him questions about you know songwriting process and then also just sort of like yeah i i talk to him about like you know there's times where i feel like, you know, I get jealous of other artists or I look at other people who are having more success than me. And I, you know, I try to like, you know, when I'm feeling frustrated or, or, or need advice, um, I try to talk to other artists. Um, and, but, but him in particular, I feel like he, uh, gets me. And so, um, getting to ask him those questions that I have 
are it, it's nice it's nice yeah yeah that's great uh, and i always wonder that with solo artists because you know as i say in a band you guys are you're, they're all going through everything together and you can it's a little easier a little closer to home it's funny you talk about the fans though uh your fans are really funny and i was um i had to pull out a couple of these you got to reply to a couple of these on here by the way okay um like one person says uh, you know talk talking about the song of course the way you felt they said i love the song so much it's so pretty that's very sweet yeah <laughs> Inter- interesting uh, exp- uh, uh I, I like it, I like it. yeah very cool <laughs> So when he said, fantastic song, Mr. Benjamin. Um, and there was, there was a couple in there that I thought that were interesting, that people were actually saying that they are, uh, they're proud of you. And I feel like the people who are saying that are people who have been there for a while and are finding a different kind of attachment to you where they are proud to see you going through these levels. Yeah, I mean, that's... I do feel like um, people have made comments like that about this last thing that I put out and that made me feel good because I feel like it's nice when people recognize that you're evolving but they're also accepting of the uh, evolutionary path Mm. you're on so I'm happy that that they're accepting it Um, but you know I've got a whole other bunch of songs I've made and hopefully people feel the same way about those yeah, I saw that too. And um, oh, somebody said, "Okay, you want to marry me?" By the way, is that is that ever a plan? Marriage, kids, one day. You know, I I suppose uh, yes, that, yes, yeah. yes. It is a plan, and I don't know who I'm gonna be marrying, but hopefully, uh, at some point, I have some level of clarity on that. Well, eventually, yeah. But that is the goal. One day, you want to be married with kids and that whole thing. I think so. Yeah, it's fair. It was never my happily ever after, so that's why I'm always Doesn't curious. Doesn't have to be. Everybody has a different path. Um, yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. But I, I think that for me, um, that's something that I'd like. Yeah. But who knows? I have, I have little kids running around. Well, this person wants to marry you, so just so you know. Okay. Well, it's good to know that I have options. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, it's interesting as well on on this. You know, you put out a new song and... And I even I saw the uh, I saw your tweet about hey I've got all these other songs that are coming. First of all, what's that pressure like with the what's next? Because you can put something out today and they're already ready for the next thing. What is? Uh, I think for me, I like to release a lot of music. Um, I think the thing for me that is adds another layer of Hmm. thing for me is is the yeah is the waiting because I just want to know immediately how people feel and just like I want to just get the music out and move on to the next thing and sometimes like right now I'm having writer's block because I have all these songs that are like built up and I have one that's coming out and I'm worried about like how that song's going to perform and then also like still feel a little bit backed up because I've got all these other songs that I'm waiting for and then I'm like well I'm supposed to make new ones and mm. so that's always a bit of a weird period for me um but mm, yeah. i don't know I don't, I don't have i don't remember the question you asked <laughs> no you're you're right on it um and it's interesting too that you say that because it it really does well i mean once you write it once you release it once you upload it it's out of your control isn't it and and yeah it's so is that a weird feeling to know that uh it is and it isn't out of my control i mean you know, there's things that you can do to sort of bring visibility to your music and 
Um, but it's really up to them to connect, isn't it? And, it, and you just kind of hope, and it's it's that's got to be uh, it's got to be interesting and, and yeah, probably very I rewarding. I would think. Sorry, I would think it'd be very rewarding as well when they find a song that they really connect to. You're like, wow, okay, to yeah. see how a song is accepted. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody just wants to fit in. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, is so there is an al- is there's an album planned with all these songs, right? I hope so. Yeah. yeah, and I and I wonder with the, you know the way music is consumed now, what is the benefit to releasing like a full album all at once as opposed to just throwing out a few singles every few months? Is there do you ever do you ever wonder which one I should do or you know? Well, what is a benefit? Maybe touring is probably a benefit for it. You I was can... just gonna say touring, but also, um, it's nice to have some punctuation between different periods of your evolution um, and your artistry. And and sometimes it's hard to um, find where one period ends and the next begins, but sometimes those lines are more distinct. And I feel like in this case, I um, feel that they're this, these songs that I've written over the last year define a very specific moment in my life. Um, and uh, I haven't yet, I'm in the process of moving on from that period. So the next songs that I write will be for something else, but this feels the most albumy to me. Um, but the benefit, if you don't feel that way is marketing. <laughs> yeah, right. Totally. Yeah. And it's gotta be, is it a challenge as well when you do get past a certain period of your life and then you tour to play those songs that represent a feeling that you may no longer actually have? Mm-mm, I don't think so. Not for me. Um, I don't think so. No. Yeah. You don't. Do you go back to it, like in your mind? Do you kind of try to revisit in order to deliver? To, no, to deliver I, I the... just like to sing. I, I like to sing, and and um, I feel like, you know, yeah. No, it's I I I don't feel like it. I don't feel I, as long as the people connect with those songs. You know, okay. it's not fun to sing songs people don't like. <laughs> of course, of course. But if yeah. you're singing songs that people enjoy, then that's nice. Right, right. Um, God, I love this song, man. I really do. You do? Love, okay, thank yeah. you. I like it too. It's really, really good the way the way you felt. Um, and I get excited about it, and not to be like nerdy from the production side of it, but the, everything is just so tight on it. The mm. drums, the the reverbs, the echoes, all that stuff, it's its just so tight. And then when you hear that hook, like what is it like for you when you hear a hook that good? When you hear a hook in your own song that good? Well, chorus, for I mean, my own song, when I hear it, I feel like it, it it's hard for me to be objective about it because it's difficult for me to tell like if it's it's me so i can't really judge it so but i can tell you how i feel when i hear a hook from from a a, a song that's not mine that moves me it's it's like it's it's like you've just been sort of you just yeah i don't know you just sort of got i was like all the only the only uh analogies or like comparisons that i'm thinking of are like it's like you just got a virus, you know, but that's not like... <laughs> what a terrible analogy right now. <laughs> it becomes almost like a drug, though, doesn't it? When you hear something that you like, a chord, a chord progression, a keys that should not go together, then and then you, uh, you have to keep rewinding it and keep going back to that and try to figure out what that feeling is. And it's, Yeah, absolutely. It, it gives you a feeling. Yeah, and that's it's such a great song, especially the hook. Um, like, on the chorus of it, 
the the standard reverb and the and the the delay and stuff like that you're not using that and I, and and I noticed that you use it only on a word here and there like the word heart on the quote yeah. and stuff like that is that your idea or is because it's really um, unique I like and really to cool. have my vocal pretty dry and in your face um uh, I think maybe at another point I'll experiment with like a more reverby sound but um I like the vocal to be front and center because uh the focus is on the words um so um yeah but i didn't produce the song and i think that the producers that i've worked with um have sort of helped me realize that vision and they're good at accentuating the strengths of my voice yeah oh that's that's such a cool part man that, that's my Thanks. favorite part on, on to listen to it is just to hear how the uh, the the reverb and delay is like spotty here and there and it really highlights well that wasn't that was that was all my friend nolan who produced it so he gets the credit it's, for that yeah uh, well thank good job nolan wherever you hey, are i'll let him know you said so yeah it's a good snare it's a nice nice tight snare um so when when i listen to it that's what i listen for i'm listening on the hook especially and that's standout Sweet. pieces for me um for somebody who's going to be listening for the first time to this song as i press play for all over la and orange county and southern california thank you for playing my music by the way i really appreciate oh, it I'm, I'm excited to play this so what, what um what should people listen for in your opinion not with not only the message but also something that you love about the actual song itself i want them to I don't know. <laughs> I want them to like it, and then I want them to uh, request you play it again. <laughs> <laughs>